Hello, my name is Reverend Jodie Stowell. I'm the Vicar of St Mike's Harrow and this is St Mike's Podcast. You're very welcome here. Today is the 17th of July and it is the Friday after the fifth Sunday of Trinity. We begin with the reading. Luke chapter 20 verses 20 to 26. So they watched him and sent spies who pretended to be honest in order to trap him by what he said, so as to hand him over to the jurisdiction and authority of the governor. So they asked him, Teacher, we know that you are right in what you say and teach, and you show deference to no one, but teach the way of God in accordance with the truth. Is it lawful for us to pay taxes to the emperor or not? But he perceived their craftiness and said to them, Show me a denarius. Whose head and whose title does it bear? They said, The emperor's. He said to them, Then give to the emperor the things that are the emperor's, and to God the things that are God's. And they were not able in the presence of the people to trap him by what he said. And being amazed by his answer, they became silent. The scribes and the chief priests, the Jews, Jesus' own people, sent spies who pretended to be honest. Jesus was not an outsider or a foreigner of whom we might suspect they would be naturally suspicious. These were people that Jesus grew up with. He knew how to behave. His culture was their culture. His ways, their ways. And it is sometimes that way, isn't it? If you don't toe the line within your own group or perhaps even within your own family, that can be the hardest thing for people to bear. There are many films and stories about the small town girl or boy who bursts out of their mould and surprises everyone, normally with a bit of resistance along the way. In the film Footloose, it was an outsider who seemed to bring the danger of dancing in the form of the nimble Kevin Bacon. But the real pain and bewilderment came from the way in which the small town teenagers were already rebelling, and in particular the daughter of the local pastor. The blame was put on the outsider, but the reality is that the shift was already happening. Perhaps it was easier to blame the outsider than to deal with the seemingly new ideas that were coming from within. And, of course, the biggest resistance came from the church. How do we respond to those like Jesus, who are from our group, whatever that is, the place or people where we feel safe and known, but who are bucking the system, challenging the status quo, suggesting that we may have become so concerned with keeping things as they are in order to stay safe, that we have stifled the risk of growth and flourishing for the whole. It is easy to see the parallels with our church institutions today. The gospel is the same yesterday, today, forever. 
but we are called to proclaim it afresh to every generation. And the gospel is not so much a verbal message as a person. The good news to our world is Jesus. And to his own people, he was regarded with suspicion. Perhaps then we are to expect that being the church together today will come with a fair amount of disturbance. That there are traditions to hold on to so that we remain faithful to the Apostles' teaching, but that in order to be those who are faithful to the Gospel, we should always be expecting to see and even encouraging people to be those who disturb us from within, sitting in the wings. Perhaps that is what the church looks like. In times of great disturbance, like that which we are in, it can be tempting to clamp down even further into the safety of the known and how things were and therefore how things should be. But it is the place of chaos and disruption where things grow. It is in the overturning of the soil that fertility is created. It is from the ashes that the phoenix rises. It is from the tomb that life begins. There is a new world on its way. And so here we have to finish A Blessing for When the World is Ending by Kate Bowler. Look, the world is always ending somewhere. Somewhere the sun has come crashing down. Somewhere it has gone completely dark. Somewhere it has ended with the gun, the knife, the fist. Somewhere it has ended with the slammed door, the shattered hope. Somewhere it has ended with the utter quiet that follows the news from the phone, the television, the hospital room. Somewhere it has ended with a tenderness that will break your heart. But listen, this blessing means to be anything but morose. It has not come to cause despair. It is simply here because there is nothing a blessing is better suited for than an ending. Nothing that cries out more for a blessing than when a world is falling apart. This blessing will not fix you, will not mend you, will not give you false comfort. It will not talk to you about one door opening when another one closes. It will simply sit itself beside you, among the shards, and gently turn your face toward the direction from which the light will come, gathering itself about you as the world begins again. Go well into your day, and may you come again soon to our doors. Mm -hmm.